coming up on The Potter's Touch. See, you come to church, you won't even worship. Because in order to worship, you have to give everything to God. And you've been closed so long, you'll sing, but you won't worship. You won't open up your belly, open up your belly, open up your root system. You won't put any water in those dry places. You just will stand there because you haven't opened up for years. But Jesus said, if you would release everything you got to God, everything you got to God, everything you got to God. Hello, everybody. I'm excited to have the opportunity to share the word of the Lord with you today. I'm excited because I believe this message is going to bring healing into your spirit, into your finances, into your marriage, into your life. Whatever area the enemy has caused dis-ease, that disease can be healed by the power of God. Are you looking back at your pain or forward at your healing? The message today, the odds against humbleness. Take a listen. Faith coming by hearing, hearing by the word. When the word gets down in you, it's going to produce some faith, even if it's just a little bit of faith. Jesus said, a little bit is all you need. Somebody say, a little bit is all you need. A little bit is all you need. To get through life, just a little bit of faith, just a little bit, just a little bit of faith. Faith the size of a grain of mustard seed. You have just a little bit of faith. You ain't got to have no whole mountain, no tree amount of faith. You just got a seed, a seed, just a little drop of faith, a mustard seed faith, just a little bit of faith. If you can keep a little bit of faith in the middle, I told you, fear lives next door and doubt lives across the street and weakness is around the corner and sin lives in the apartment, in the garage apartment up on the rooftop, but in the middle of all of that craziness in your community if you can hold on to just a little bit of faith, a little bit of faith to pull you out of all kinds of trouble all kinds of pain, all kinds of turmoil, just a little bit of faith just a little bit, all you need is a little bit touch your neighbor and say all you need is a little bit just a little bit of faith you can do all kinds of amazing stuff. Jesus said, you can, you can deal with the sycamine tree if you have the faith of a mustard seed. Tree seed. Tree seed. Tree seed. It's right there in your Bible. Tree seed. He said, you can tear down a tree with a seed. Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. See, see, you're used to us preaching about if you have the faith of the grain of a mustard seed, you can speak to the mountain and the mountain shall be removed into the sea. And that's a great text. And when Jesus was speaking about mountains and the ability to speak to mountains and cause them to be moved is totally different from this text because he uses a tree for a reason. A tree has to grow. And he's talking about the stuff that grows inside of you. Yeah, you did something. You did something. And whatever you did grew. And turned into a tree. And Jesus calls it a sycamine tree. Why did he say sycamine tree? I'm so glad you asked me that. I was counting on you asking me that when I came here today. I'm going to tell you why. The sycamine tree had a very large and deep root structure. It was a very unique tree. 
primarily in the Middle East. It could live in various types of climate throughout the Middle of the East because it, it was a sycamine tree. Sycamine trees have deep roots, deep roots, roots. Isn't that the name of that movie with Alex Haley, Roots? I wonder why Alex Haley called the movie Roots. Because it was deep. And he said, what you're dealing with now has deep roots. I bet you by the time you get your age, what we're dealing with now has deep roots. The fear I got has deep roots. That's why the sycamine tree was hard to kill. Because it had deep roots. You could cut it all the way down to the ground. It'd sprout back up again. Because you cut the top of it off. But the sycamine tree has deep roots. Your sycamine tree has deep roots. You didn't come here like that. It's got, look at that. That's what all you got to kill. The roots have gotten so deep down in there that it has a system that you can't saw it down, you can't hack it down, you can't trim it down, you can't even cut it down because you're cutting down the manifestation. But you never got down to the root. The tree gets 30 feet tall. The tree gets 30 feet tall in there. It's a fairly tall tree, but it's not as tall. What's on top is not as tall as what's underground. Tree has deep roots. You got a liar, tree has deep roots. It was interesting to find out the sycamine tree was used in Jesus' day to build caskets. The sycamine tree was the most popular tree to build caskets. Jesus uses the sycamine tree as what makes you bitter or cold or protective or disconnected. That's what they make caskets out of. If you don't kill the sycamine tree, the sycamine tree will kill you. They build caskets out of sycamine trees. Bitterness unresolved will shorten your lifespan. Kill your creativity. Kill your potentials of loving or being loved. It will kill it every time they build caskets out of sycamine trees. What you got growing in you right now, they gonna bury you in it. They're gonna bury you in it. If you don't get it by the root, you're gonna be entombed 
in it, it will destroy you. The sycamine tree grew in any climate. It was accessible to all people. Anybody could get it. Everybody had access to it. The sycamine tree is an equal opportunities employee. It's deep. Touch your neighbor, say it's deep. The other thing about the sycamine tree, it grows quickly. That's why it was common. That's why they used it for caskets. You could grow it in any climate and it could grow fast. Could grow quick. You can get bitter quick. Bitter quick. You could be married to somebody for three years and be bitter about it for the next 30. Grows quick. Don't need no fertilizer. Doesn't have to have a certain climate to grow or operate in. It grows quick. It can mess up your, your entire future, destroy. God busy trying to bless you. You busy canceling out. Whatever, you did something. Whatever it was they did was quicker than what it caused. Mm -hmm. The after effects of what you did left me messed up for years. And so it grew, the tree grew quick and it went deep. And now, I had to go to church and listen to the bishop say that what I will not resolve and what I will not let go will kill me. It will kill my opportunities. It will kill what God has given me. It will kill my future. It will kill my destiny. It will kill my love. It will kill my peace. It will kill my power. The sycamine tree was preferred for building caskets because it needed no rain. It could grow in dry places. Can I talk about your dry places this morning just for a minute? The, the, the dry, parched, needy, needy places. Sycamine flourishes in what you didn't get what you don't know how to do in the excuses you make to remain bitter. Sycamine thrives in that climate. It flourishes in that climate. Hit a branch all the way out and touch your kids. <laughs> touch your opportunities. It'll reach so far to touch what you could have been. You could have been, but the roots got it. You, you could have been happy, but the roots got it. You could have been free, but the roots got it. You could have been blessed financially, but your roots, that's why they let you go. Your roots got it. Your roots, your roots got it. If you permit bitterness and unforgiveness to grow in your life, it won't be long until their attitudes have killed your joy, stolen your peace, canceled out your spiritual life, kill your morale, your excitement, your enthusiasm, your commitment, your tenacity. You can't focus. You can't focus. 
And when you can't focus, you can't win. And when you can't win, you'll watch other people win and then you'll start to become bitter about other people's success. You can't celebrate anybody else's success because you didn't get that root. One of the things I like about this is that it defies any category as it relates to black women, brown women, white women, young women, older women will all find some reflection at the masterclass of themselves. Don't come if you're a woman full of excuses because this will leave you with no excuse. You've got the burning and you've got the anointing, but you don't have the structure. And so many, many times you're locked out 20 years and end up wandering in the wilderness for 40 years when you could have got to the promised land in a year had you had an opportunity to sit with somebody who did it and they showed you how to avoid some of the pitfalls and the delays that are setbacks. There are some of us at all ages who don't have time to make mistakes. Very few of us will ever get an opportunity to sit in the room with somebody who's a master at what they do. Shout hallelujah, somebody. Can I, can I teach you just a little bit more? The sycamine tree was pollinated by wasp. It was pollinated by wasp. Find your wasp. It's the thing that connects what happened to you to what could happen next. It was pollinated by wasp. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't naturally pollinated. The reason I brought the babies up is to show you what you were so you could compare it with what you became. You, you didn't come here like that. You became like that. Am I talking to somebody this morning? What was your wasp? Yeah. You see, the wasp was the only one who could pollinate the sycamine tree because in order to pollinate the sycamine tree, you had to have a stinger strong enough to get to its fruit. So I'm really asking you, what stung you? Because whatever stung you got to your fruit. Your possibilities. And there's nothing worse to get to than my possibilities. Because I lose hope. And if I lose hope, I lost life. That means that whatever I become is less than what was intended. And part of my bitterness is, in the back of my mind, I wonder what I would have been had I not been through what I went through. 
and my success doesn't feel successful because you stung me. Have you ever been stung? I remember the time I was going down the path and up the road behind the house and, and got in a bunch of bees' nests or something, and they stung me, and it would hurt. Oh, God, it hurt when they stung me. It hurt. I was screaming and crying and jumping and hollering. It hurt when they stung me. But when that thing started swelling, it went to another level. I don't think the sting was as bad as the after effects. The swelling in your hand gets all hot and it swells up and it becomes disfigured and you can't move. I couldn't move. My finger's good because I've been stung so bad. I, 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 I want to reach you, but I've been stung so bad that my ability to, to, to hold on to anything or anybody is difficult. I can't hold you because I've been stuck. Let me go. Stupid. You touch you touch where I was stung. Don't grab me no more. You touch me where I'm stung. The sycamine tree was pollinated by wasp. And anytime you've been stung and life demands something from you in a place where you are stung, you get mad. You get mad. You're asking me to do what I can't do. How dare you ask me? How dare, how dare you grab me? Grabbing my hand. I was preaching good till you grabbed my hand. Dare you grab my hand? Don't you know I've been stung? Was he wrong for grabbing it? Or was it wrong that I was stung? Are you mad at the wrong person? Are you angry at the person who touched you? Or are you angry at the wasp that stung you? Misplaced rage is I'm angry at you for reminding me that the wasp Wonder how many times you've been stung. Wonder how many times you've been stung. Your, your stingers have had stingers. <laughs> if you pull out your resume to justify your bitterness, it would be a long resume. It ain't just Willie, it was Bobby, it was Susie Mae, it was Cousin Johnson, and you remember what Aunt Cena did, and all of that, you got a long, resume of stuff that you've collected. By the time you get 30, your train fills the temple. You got a long train, baby, of all kind of stuff, and you just waiting on the next. I wish, I wish you, I wish her. (laughs) 
but isn't that a casket? And for all of that, with the odds stacked up against you, the roots are deep. You've been carrying it for years. It ruined your 20s and 30s. It got into your 40s and 50s. It ruined your childhood and your teenage years. And with all of those odds against you, the fact that it reached out and affected the way you parented, reached out and affected the way you perform as a wife, reached out and affected the way you relate as a husband, with all of those branches, the odds are against wholeness. And when Jesus challenged them, he challenges them not in their relationship with God. He challenges them in their relationship with people. Because you know what? Let me tell you something I've been thinking about. Just me and you, we're just chilling. I mean, we can talk for a minute, tell you something. Jesus said that all the laws and the commandments, the whole that gum book, could be concluded in two things. If you love the Lord thy God with all your heart, your mind, and your soul, and love your neighbor like you love yourself, Jesus said you got the whole book. He said you get these two scriptures, you got the whole book down. The whole book is down. If you give God your everything, your heart, your mind, your soul, give him everything the way you think, the way you function, the way you feel. If you open up all of your heart and give it to God, and that's the first problem. See, you come to church, you won't even worship. Because in order to worship, you have to give everything to God. And you've been closed so long, you'll sing, but you won't worship. You won't open up your belly, open up your belly, open up your root system. You won't put any water in those dry places. You just will stand there because you haven't opened up for years. But Jesus said, if you would release everything you got to God, everything you got to God, everything you got to God, And then if you would just love me like you love you. You love you with all of your craziness. Love me with all of mine. If you can love you with all of your craziness, you can love me with all of my craziness. And Jesus said, if you love your neighbor like you love your crazy self, the world would be a better place the world would be a better place. Your house would be a better place. Your heart would be a better place. Your job would be a better place. If you would just love me like you love you, you find a way to love you. I don't see how your love for you could be so strong that you climb over everything to get you out and leave me screaming down in the pit. Jesus said, they will know you are mine when you find a way to love them like you found a way to love your crazy self. And for all of this, all you need is a little bit of faith. To balance out the odds, when the odds are stacked against you, 
Jesus said, I'm not sending no angels to fix this. I'm not sending no archangels to come down and rescue you. You can get up off your knees and stop asking me to fix your mess. You have the power within yourself to arise above this storm and this situation. I gave you enough faith to get out of the struggle you're in right now. All you need to survive what all you didn't get is a little bit of faith. No mama, but I got a little bit of faith. No daddy, but I got a little bit of faith. Didn't finish my degree, but I got a little bit of faith. I want everybody in the room that's got a little bit of faith to open your mouth and make some noise. What a joy to bring the Word of God to you today. Don't give your energy to your history. Put your energy into your destiny. By faith, pull that pain up by its roots. Throw it into the sea and allow God to restore and reveal what He has in store for you. I want to say a quick thank you also to all of you that have chosen to become members of the Global Partner Systems. God's desire is for everyone to come into the knowledge of His Son and live their God-ordained purpose. And because of your giving and your sowing, we are partnering to get that done. To join, just text the letters GPS and any giving amount to 28950. You can also visit us at tdjpartners.org. Either way, thank you and God bless you. Some people can't make it. They can't forgive themselves from yesterday enough to embrace today. It costs something to be a survivor. Overcome any obstacle now that you're destined for freedom. For your gift to the ministry of any size, you will receive freedom It costs too much on CD, as well as three free Indeed note cards. Whatever is coming out of you is a reflection of what went down inside of you. It's hard to eat bitter stuff and produce sweet phrases. And when your gift is $70 or more, you will receive the Destined for Freedom three-part series on DVD. Freedom may cost too much on CD and the free Indeed note cards. You will have to resist your own fear when the voices rise up in you and say you're not good enough. Be strong! When your gift is $120 or more, you will receive Freedom It Cost Too Much on CD, the three free Indeed note cards, the Destined for Freedom three-part series on DVD, and Destined for Freedom decorative wood piece. If in Canada, visit us online or call to order your digital downloads today. Celebrate yourself. Quit waiting on somebody to celebrate you. Celebrate yourself. Take yourself out to dinner. One of our least was a Sunday school class. And at that point, that was all I thought it was going to be. I think one of the powerful things that exploded the whole woman thou art loose was number one, a model, and number two, a male model. God has put something down inside of you. I'm just amazed at how this conference brings so many women together. I'm from Wisconsin, she's from Atlanta, she's from New York, and we became sisters instantly. I'm changed, I'm transformed. I cried all night, but I survived! Somebody say woman! Down! 
Feel free to reach out to us on social media and share your story of how God is impacting your life. We look forward to seeing you next time on The Potter's Touch.